And we're back at the Bait and Switch Podcast Studios. Today's interview is with Richard Wilson, a friend of Chris's. Yeah, Richard is a friend of mine for at least uh, 10 to 12 years now. He was one of the first people that I mentioned the podcast project to, and he told me that he'd be interested in being a guest. I thought with his great deep bass voice that you're going to hear, he would be a great candidate to do the intros for our show, which he agreed to. That's uh, the intro that you've been hearing for the last month or two. Yeah, that really worked out well for us. Another thing I wanted to mention was that we're running our first ever Bait and Switch podcast contest. We're giving you an opportunity to ask our next guest any two questions that you want. Submit your questions by emailing us at baitandswitchpodcast at gmail.com or commenting on the Facebook page. We'll put all the entries in a hat, draw a name, and ask our guest that person's questions. And we fully anticipate that nobody is going to follow our instructions. So if that is the case, we will make up names and make up questions and just act as if you guys actually followed along. Your podcast starts now. Welcome. This is Richard Wilson. If your seat backs and tray tables are not already in their full upright positions, it's too late. Brace for Impact is the Bait and Switch Podcast. And we're back at the Bait and Switch Studios. This is Studio B, the loft. That's getting to be our preferred studio now. Right, right. It's warmer. Warmer. And I've got uh, Jim here as always and a good friend of mine, Richard Wilson. Hello. We discuss a lot of different things, Richard, right? That's right. You know, sometimes we get you know, the same perspective. Sometimes we get the opposite perspective. And when that happens, I tend to have the correct perspective. But I mean, <laughs> Richard, right. yeah, you know, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I'm sure Richard would agree. Oh, yeah. That you have the, yeah, sure. <laughs> anyway, he is, I, I say this, no kidding aside, he's very thoughtful about his opinions. I told Jim this the other day that I was talking to one of the guys in our biking group. And I said to the guy, I said, have you listened to the podcast? He said, I think I, you know, I listened to one. He said, it's all right. He said, but I like Bob and Brian better. <laughs> <laughs> Bob and Brian have only been doing it for like 40 years. Yeah, right? sure. So, yeah. Yeah, he said uh, they're not wooden. Uh, <laughs> he said it doesn't seem forced. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, thanks for the feedback. Right, right. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't feel terrible like yours. Yeah, it yeah, feels like good, not yeah. like yours. Yeah, you said yeah, it's yeah. more natural. Yeah, right. And so you were saying that you heard Bob and Brian say what about early days of podcasting or early days? Uh, early of radio. days of radio. Oh, they were terrible. They, I mean, they're always talking about. I think they were in like uh, Indiana and Ohio or something. And they got millions of stories probably from all the different places they've been and the things that they've done. But uh, are we here to promote them? I think not. no. Well, no, no, I was going to ask Richard. The, have yeah. you listened to Bob and Brian, Richard? I'm familiar with them, and yeah. I'm an Indiana kid, you know. I oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Did you hear them back then? Um, no. I didn't know they were in Indiana. I, I, I don't. I, I might be wrong about Indiana. I thought, I thought it was Indiana or maybe Ohio. Do you yeah. listen to a morning radio show type of thing? I don't, really. <laughs> I, I kind of get I was more like Howard Stern. Right. Okay. There's yeah. a lot of the shock jocks. I actually, I, I had somebody listen to an, the early highlight clip that we put out first. Yeah. And he said, oh, you guys sound a lot like Bob and Brian. He said, I kind of like it. And I'll, I'll be honest, I've never listened to Bob and Brian. I mean, they're, they're pretty good. They're, yeah. I think they're, they're funny. But, yeah. you know, like you said, uh, that Bob and Brian, they said in the beginning, he said they listen to it and they're embarrassed. And 
And so right now we're in that. We suck right now. Right. Well, well you know, and, and 30 years from now, we're going to be telling stories. The early days of the one mic, we oh, yeah. used to only have one microphone in here. But three of us would be huddled around this one microphone. Sure. Yeah, we're, we're not good. I mean, even our guest probably isn't good. Richard, say something. Well, I did a, a stint on college radio, so you see, that's I'm not really good paying. either. He's, this is see, this is forced. This, this is, is for yeah. This is wooden. <laughs> Come on, very, Richard, yeah, loosen very, up. Yeah, loosen up. Relax. Yeah, just just speak like you'd normally speak. I'm just saying, I feel your pain. I know those days of trying to come up with content and hoping that people listen to it. And so you did college radio. Where was that? At Carroll WCCX. Oh, oh. no. Uh, what station is that? <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it the is it the only on the college? I mean, only on the campus? It was a small ten watt station. Okay, and okay. We had people fifty miles away that literally said they used to wrap their entire radio in some kind of tin foil or something. Ten watts—that's like an electric shaver. Yeah. You know about the, the power of that. Let's get the Norelco humming there. You know, a couple of people went to uh, to Carol, but I don't. There's only what twenty thousand people, something like that, go to Carol. Yeah, I mean, no, so you, you probably ran into no. One. Carol is is, is, small? is maybe a thousand or something. A thousand? I would go somewhere in between the two numbers. Between a thousand and twenty, somewhere between a thousand. Richard, and twenty thousand. Richard, this is not the Price is Right. Richard's like a thousand one. One dollar. One dollar. Yeah, there's there's no uh, prize for an exact bid here yeah. if you get the number. Yeah, no, I you know I go back and I listen. Our first episode, terrible. Second episode, even worse. I, I think should we be getting better at this point? So I, I think, think I think we're just progressively going getting worse and worse. I think that's that's what's happening here. But we start you know, we start at a low point and then we go lower. Right, right. We're we're making it up with volume. Isn't that what they say? You know, or really. <laughs> now speaking of low, Richard's got this bass voice. Good for radio. Did you ever think about getting into radio? That's all I ever dreamed of doing when I was a little kid. Um, I used to practice my radio voice. Uh, we had a guy, WGCI Radio, Mike Hudson, and I would just practice all of his lines. At 107.5 WGCI, we play the hits. Uh, I would just nice. run through it all the time. Richard, Chris tells me that your uncle was part of a famous 50s and 60s R&B group. Indeed. Right? Uh, what was the name of the group? The group was the Spaniels, and I brought along the book. Oh, nice. um, written about them. It's called Good Night, Sweetheart, the Story of the Spaniels. Okay. And I just mentioned Richard Carter. Um, he's the author of the book. And I mentioned WNOV. I think he worked there. Uh, he uh, used to do a show called The Carter Report. Uh, he loved this band. And he referred to that opening line. From Good Night Sweetheart, which is the doop 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 doop. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. He calls it the most famous five notes in the history of our country's pop music. Yeah. A little personal aside, but I used to sing that song to my daughter every night. Oh when yeah. She was, when she was, yeah like, well, that's how they years, got you know? the name the Spaniels, because when they used to rehearse, they get to that part where he goes, bow, bow. Oh, okay. And his <laughs> his first wife at the time said they sound like a bunch of old hounds. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and you had the spaniel too. And, and we had a Springer Spaniel, yeah. yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right, exactly. Yeah, we did. We did. Have mm-hmm. uh, all the men in your family been blessed with this? bass voice he's not my blood he was married to my aunt tanya the family's just a a, a deep voice magnet yeah 
mine and, and <laughs> yeah, I know. I did, yeah. yeah. Did, did you, you know, we're talking radio, did you <clears throat> sing? Yeah, I did. I was in every choir in the city. And again, this was Gary, Indiana. So, you know, this is Jackson 5 town. My grandmother, she said she used to work at the uh, laundromat where their mom used to go and wash their clothes and everything. Um, they say Joe Jackson used to come and try to sing on the corner with the Spaniels. The father. Oh, no kidding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and they said, oh, hold on, hold on. Said, yeah, the Spaniels were a big here. deal yeah. at the oh, time. Okay. okay. You know, and, and the Jacksons were 20 years down the road. Okay. You, you know, they... they the future. So the Spaniels so, helped them get their name, you mm-hmm. could say. Right? We let Joe Jackson sing with us once. So. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Other songs that people would know uh, stormy have- weather baby it's you they, they had quite a few hits mm. but of course the good night sweetheart is the big one because that's the one that was has been in three or four movies a lot of commercials and sure didn't Sean like and that. i do it too with bowser Mm-hmm. <laughs> my dad used to watch it <laughs> Jim we don't insult our guests <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying they, they ripped it off is what I'm saying you know, yeah. shout out, they ripped it off they took it didn't uh, Donnie and Marie do that too or uh, <laughs> Captain and Tennille Captain and Tennille <laughs> yeah. quite a few uh, covers so they were they were big in the 50s and 60s you know other than say the song what was the zenith of their career well they they did play at the Apollo they played with every major group if you look at the back cover i mean you got aaron neville james brown says they were before their time guys like jerry butler the moon glows all of these guys like worship them they were inducted into into the smithsonian but i don't think they're in the actual the big hall of fame they're in the small r&b hall of fame okay but they're not in the larger Hall of Fame. The Rock and okay. Roll Hall of Fame. Which is, I think, a travesty. Right. So now, we were in Memphis last year. Huge scene there. Was there a whole Gary, Indiana, Motown scene? or what? There isn't, but there should be. The, the Gary in Chicago, the stuff that happened there is legendary. Sure. Again, because we're talking about the Jackson 5 and right, all of right. these. Um, you've got... Jerry Butler, you've got Denise Williams. You, yeah. That it definitely rivals Motown. Chess mm-hmm. Records. Um, the Beatles. The Beatles came from VJ Records, which is there wouldn't have been a VJ without the Spaniels. Okay. Wow. And that's the first place where the Beatles signed when they came from Europe. So yeah, you'd think there'd be something there. Maybe we gotta get that started. Maybe if this, if this podcast <laughs> thing doesn't catch on, maybe we'll We'll start that up. All 15 people that will listen to this will yeah, right. <laughs> write their congressmen. Right, right. I'm saying we'll do it. No, sure. Yeah, if we'll we, do if it. this doesn't take off, you know, like I think it will. But I mean, you know, if it's, mm-hmm. you know I, got, I got a lot of things to do. I, don't, <laughs> don't sign me on to things that I, I got to cut the grass. I mean, it's been raining a lot lately. It has been raining. That's a good plan. And I've got the doctor's appointments all. Oh, you, yeah. know, like. yeah, you know what? Forget it. We're booked. Forget it. It's out. It's off. Before, it's before off. we started the podcast, Richard said he had a bunch of doctor's appointments. One which he said he had no knowledge of setting up. Yeah, they're, they're right. just signing me up for him without my knowledge. So <laughs> Got a call from a doctor saying, we'll see you tomorrow. And what's this about? We'll tell you when you come in. Yeah, right. Don't worry about it. We take care of it. We'll, we'll take care of you. Don't worry. Yeah, this, is, this is not good. Uh, are these uh, members surviving? Is he surviving? 
Um, I don't think there are any left anymore. There may be one survive. Well, I take that back because there are two two renditions of the group. There's the original members, and then there is like a second coming of the group. With mm-hmm. okay, Thanks. sometimes sometimes these acts, you know, when they go through different incarnations. Finally, the only one left is like the microphone or the amplifier. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. right. They're like, right. this is the right. microphone this from is... the group. Yeah, right. right. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's like Jefferson Starship reminds yeah. me of that, right? They, who's, the stri- who's the thread that connects all these? Uh, actually, Uncle Gerald was the one for the longest time. And he's oh. the one everybody wants to see yeah, because course, it's yeah. not the same if you don't have that booming doop doo doop doo doo Right, right. The bass. Yeah. That's the star. Mm-hmm. The bass voice. You're, vo- you're the star. Yeah. You'd be the star. I could be. Well, if it was a damn doctor's appointment. Just... <laughs> <laughs> in the way of everything. <laughs> right, you, know, I, you know, we're teasing a little bit about this, but you can carry a tune, huh? What's the pinnacle of uh, Richard Wilson's uh, career here as far as singing? The only, I would guess, I call it semi-professional thing that I've done is uh, at Carol, we did uh, a performance of Carmina Burana with the Waukesha Symphony Orchestra. That's the only time that I did a performance that we actually sold tickets. Okay. What is Carmina Burana? What is that? You know the... Carmen? That one? No, no. Like, Fortuna Plongo Vonera Steel on Tebuso Chalice or the... <laughs> Me and Jim are looking quizzical. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard of uh, I've Richard heard of said, it. you know, I thought he was going to break oh, out into the Rolling Stones. I like it, but I haven't heard it before. I've, I've, uh, I've definitely heard of it. Did you sing mm-hmm. it to your children? That was my first kid. It was a long time ago. I don't remember much about it. So. Something you may be more familiar <laughs> with, we did, uh, or uh, as a solo, I did Pilot's Dream from Jesus Christ Superstar. Okay. Mm-hmm. The, um, I dreamed I met a Galilean. A most amazing man. He hath that look you very rarely find. The haunted, haunted kind. Uh, that's a first. Bait yeah. switch. We got singing on go. this. Yeah, right. That's, that's a first. Well done. You don't want to hear us well sing, done. that's for no, sure. No, no. You know, one thing I know, now you said that you were too young to meet the Jacksons, but I do know from talking to you before, that you knew a famous Milwaukee Buck. Glenn Robinson. I Good sang dog. at his graduation. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Which one? High school or was it? High school. Okay, high school. Yeah, yeah. He's a little bit older than you still this year. What is yeah, it? I was a freshman when he was a senior at, at Theodore Roosevelt, that same precious high school where my uncle went and won all his talent shows. Uh-huh. And the Jackson 5 won their first talent show. Wow. and. Um, but anyway, his girlfriend was walking around with her pregnant belly and she had Glenn Robinson Jr. Yeah. But anyway, you know, that he just won the dunk contest a couple of years ago. Richard was one of the earlier people I talked to about the podcast. Oh, okay. We started recording these last year in the summertime and then we started releasing them in February of this year. And I think I told Richard around February, I said, hey, I got this new venture, you know, podcast yeah. and... And I knew there was one he was going to be interested in. It's the second one 
with Mark Ryder, yeah. where we talked climate change. Now, obviously, we keep it a little light, but Richard's yeah. uh, very much into the environment. I want to emphasize this to Richard just so he knows that this podcast is sustainable and we used uh, locally sourced <laughs> materials. Yeah, so, it's all locally sourced. Yeah, our carbon footprint is, it's like one foot, it's like a, it's like a half a footprint. It's like a baby footprint. So, so, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. like, like not, not even like walking yet. Jim, like uh, turn footprint. off the lights while we're doing this. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> Let's do it in the dark. Yeah, I'm going to shut the computer down too so we make sure we don't have a... Uh, anyway, one theory I've come up with about global warming, not the same theory, I got a new theory, is that people would be more concerned if it was global cooling. What do you think, Richard? That may be true, but I don't think that would be accurate either. I think they screwed up in general by calling it global warming. They should have just called it global climate change or climate change in general. If it was global cooling, I think I would be more concerned. I hate when I got to take a sweater. Those spring jackets, you always leave them behind. Right. Global cooling, clothing costs would I think a lot of people would would walk at that right away and, and call their senator. Right. They do say that different parts of the world will have different effects. Some people will be warmer and some will be colder, right? Yeah. What about Wisconsin? Wisconsin projections are one day this is going to be a tropical paradise. That's what I thought. That's what I'm holding out for. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yes. Mm. Yeah, that's, I'm this is not for sounding that. so bad all no, of a sudden. No, all of a sudden this is pretty good. Richard, yeah, yeah, I, I got a problem with you having yeah. a problem with this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're in Wisconsin, right? The, the, the soon-to-be global paradise. Yeah. I mean, this is living the dream. But overall, the the planet is warming. And that I, I keep trying to get you to watch that that History Channel special. What's it called again? You did text me. What was it called? It's called Two Degrees to Point of No Return. And so far, a thriller. They said we've raised the global temperature by one degree, and once we hit two degrees, that's it. There's no turning back. Sounds like another thriller. No turning back. Point yeah. of no return. Mm -hmm. but... It, it sounds like all 80s movies sounding yeah, that's, starring that's Sylvester Stallone that's, right, and, and, uh, and Kurt Michael Russell. J. Fox. Yeah. <laughs> Turn it into a thriller, Richard. I'll watch it. I mean, I'm not going to watch Maybe it. Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should do that. Forget about the R&B thing down in, in Indiana. Forget about mm -hmm. that. Forget about this podcast. We'll just have an 80s movie about called uh, Two Degrees Warmer. No, I uh, the thing that uh, has concerned me, you know, you have to bring it down to a you know a retail level. You gotta you gotta yep. hit people where it would affect them. And me and my kids watch uh, Survivor, the TV show, mm -hmm. and I become concerned that the rising sea levels are going to make Survivor impossible. Sure, yeah. I don't know, Richard. Is that too shallow of me? <laughs> I mean, should I be using shallow when I'm talking about rising, uh, rising waters? waters? Is that fair? I don't know. Yeah. Did you mm -hmm. did you uh, did you hear our, our solutions for the rising uh, ocean? I have not. Yeah, yeah, my idea is that you have to. Um, they're worried about the sea level rise, so you go to the bottom of the ocean, you dredge it, and you take that muck and you put it on the land. You make the oceans deeper, the water right. goes down. So, right, right. My 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 thinking was we would just uh, go out to the middle of the ocean and just drill a hole. Mm -hmm. Just like a drain, and just you know put put a little stopper down there. So when we just drain it a little bit. Yeah, Richard, I mean, Richard, I mean, so far, we're the ones coming up with the ideas. You're silent over there. What is yeah, your solution? Yeah. I mean, we, my silence are... is because your 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 funny solutions are actually similar to some of the real life solutions that some of the scientists are coming up with we... to solve these problems. Really? You know what I was thinking? What? 
Everybody just bring your ice cube tray. <laughs> flip them in, in the ocean. You know, yeah. I mean, if everybody did it. Yeah. There's a lot of ice cubes. Oh, yeah. I've got, I can make, I can start tonight. I can, I yeah, can I got start. two trays. You know, and, and I mean, and those are just trays. Some people, some people could, could have their, they got ice cube makers. I got mm-hmm. the extra tray, yeah. the ones for Christmas with the little Christmas tree ones. I can start, it's the third tray. Yeah. We've, sure. we've solved it. No, I we've solved, we've, done. We've solved, done. <laughs> what else can we solve? World hunger. Let's move on to hunger. How can we solve world hunger? You know, actually, you know, here is another idea is that um, uh, Hawaii, they've got the volcanoes going yeah, on right, right now. Yeah, right, right. Creating more land, right? Mm-hmm. That's true. I think we need a government program to get more of these volcanoes erupting Active. more. That's a good point. Yeah. Scientists would say that a lot of these eruptions are caused by the global warming because the ice melting causes shifts in the plate tectonics and those types of things. Hmm. Yeah, well. There we go. All right, we good. Go. We're thinking that's, about that. That's, that's good. So the Earth is taking care of itself. <laughs> well, the Earth is going to be fine. Yeah. It's us that's screwed. Yeah. Well, the Earth is going to take care of us. I am pretty sure. Pretty <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I go. Mother on. Earth. No, the mother takes care of her child. The Mother Earth is not just going to. The problem comes is when it, when the temperatures get too hot and we can't grow crops and the starvation starts to happen and. I'm still waiting for the problems. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> so well, we have to go back to the berries oh. and the hunting. Yeah, the, the hunting and the gatherer. Are you a hunter or a gatherer? I'm really more of a gatherer. I don't think I'm just an eater. Need, <laughs> we need those. We need those. It's like uh, like some people say that you know they're into like hunting, fishing, and camping. Yeah. You know, my hobby is I'm a trapper. I'm a fur trapper. Trader. Trader. I'm a fur trader. I get my canoe yeah. and I, 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 I paddle to the next village. And portage. And, yeah. And then you portage. portage yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That, I make uh, extra money that way. It's right. my walking and around money. Yeah. Right? Right. My fur trapping money yeah, right. is, is my walking it's around my money. Walking around. It's my pocket change. And another thing in, in that um, Don't documentary. Don't my fur trade. I'll <laughs> <laughs> move on. Come on, Richard. Play along. <laughs> <laughs> you see that? He would look yeah, at yeah. me like, he looked, when's this idiot going to be done? I, I, thought I, heard, I thought I heard like this kind of like sigh. So another thing. <laughs> he gave me that look like, this is going nowhere. Yeah, right, right. I'm going to bring it back to something. We forgot to tell you that uh, part of our, one of our, our motto for this show really is, we guarantee that the listeners will learn nothing. Yeah. So, uh, so that's yeah. so we're getting dangerously close to that yeah. edge there, where they're starting to actually learn things. So we got to shut yeah. that. I, I told I, I, that was a fear that when I brought him on here is he's, he's got he's knowledge, too, too smart. He's got, yeah, right. Yeah. I knew this was going to be a problem that was going to rear its ugly head at some point. And here it is—the dismissive look about the fur tree. Yeah, yeah. Boom, that's how it, yeah. that's how it landed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I you know it's a comedy podcast. No, let's throw the damp rag on this guy's. Bit. Right, right, yeah, exactly, yeah. So let's talk about everybody dying. Let's talk about how the earth is going to be fine. Everybody's going to be gone again. Let's, let's come back to that. You and your fur trading. Let's get back to my serious conversation about saving the planet that 12 people are going to hear. Right, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, go on with your yeah. bit. Here, Richard. Okay, how are we going to save the world? Richard Wilson, save the world. We already, de- we already decided. This was done. We had done this. We had the, the drill. We got the, the buckets and the ice cubes. We've got 7 billion people. We're doing our part. I got two yep. kids. I had them later in life. You had uh, two I kids two. later in life. We stopped at two. Richard's like got none. None that he yes, knows of. See that? 
Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I only. Have two. I guess I technically have two that I know of. I don't I did know. spend some time in Tijuana. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there could be people listening to podcasts that are thinking about paternity tests right now from Richard. That voice is very discernible. Yeah. Ooh, I like that voice. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like that guy I met in Tijuana. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Any downloads from Mexico yet? Uh, no, California. California. That, that's you know, it's close. No. Yeah, I lived in in San Diego for a while. Uh oh. Big hits from San Diego. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we do have a lot of California. We do. We got to give shouts out. Thank you, California. 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 Thank you, California. We got some in uh, sunny, what is it? Palmdale. Uh, San Jose. San, San Francisco. Francisco. Yeah, San Francisco. Frisco. Yeah. Been yeah. there. Yeah. I don't know where we're getting these. Uh, I don't, well, but we appreciate it. Cal- yeah. Cali. Nice. nice. I was born in California. Here you go. A California native. Where in California were you from? I was born in Culver City, which is right outside of Los Angeles. The doctors in L.A. were on strike, so we had to drive through the mountains to the next closest town, which was Culver City. And I was born at Brotman Memorial Hospital, which is when they show the pictures for General Hospital on TV, the soap opera. Mm -hmm. That's actually Brotman Memorial. Are you in one of the windows? It's, it's, yeah, it's baby Richard being held up. And... <laughs> I was actually born in a car right outside the hospital, oh, and they came and it? cut my cords. Didn't nope. quite make it. Oh, didn't quite I make it. You were going to say wow. conceived for a second yeah. it's, uh, in a you, car. It, you guys I, didn't I, laugh I, at that, but I, anyway, go I ahead. Thought was, I thought it was funny that you said, we had to drive. <laughs> we, we had to drive over to Culver City. <laughs> like, well, all right. Yeah. Yeah. You're not actually driving when you're in the womb. <laughs> yeah, I was actually born in the car before we made the drive. And then, so I took the wheel. And yeah. I wonder if Glenn Robinson Jr. is telling this tale right now. <laughs> Same one. <laughs> well, Richard, that brings us to the end of our interview. I hope you had a good time. How was it? Oh, it's been a pleasure. I appreciate you having me, and it's been a fun conversation, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks a lot for coming on. Appreciate I, it. I'm looking forward to the promos we're going to run here. Hopefully, they'll be running a podcast in the near future. So you'll be hearing All you'll right. be hearing from Richard shortly. All right. Well, hey, thanks, Richard. Thanks again. Thank you. Join us next time on the Bait and Switch podcast with our guests Jerry Cagle and Mitch Tyke, when Chris tells us about a time when a certain young lady caught his eye. This is true. I was driving with a guy here not too long ago. And I looked up and they had this billboard. And I, you know, maybe I'm getting older here, but I looked up and this billboard, they had a, a picture of an attractive woman with gray hair. You know, it's a nice. She's, she's kind of cute, actually. And then I read the billboard. It was for uh, pre planning your funeral. <laughs> 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 and I'm thinking, this is my demographic. <laughs>